you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Do you have a high school teacher that really stands out when you think back? Chances are they stand out to you because they made an impact on your life, whether that was because they passionately taught their subject or they helped you understand a concept better or whether they simply showed you that they cared about you beyond the classroom. We all have a teacher that we can think back to that really made a difference in our lives. Our guest today is that kind of teacher. I'm so excited to share with you my conversation with Suzanne McLean, high school business teacher, varsity volleyball coach, and leader with Lemongrass Spa. Suzanne recently turned 60, but her energy matches that of her high school students. She is incredibly inspiring, and I truly don't know how she juggles it all day in and day out. Every day is a fun adventure with Suzanne, and today she shares how she fits her successful direct sales business into her crazy life. I know you'll come away with some pep in your step after listening to this episode, all thanks to Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. Thank you so much for being a guest on Directly Different this week. I'm so excited to chat with you and hear how you do it all. So to start off, will you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Well, hello, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, It's quite an honor for you to ask me, and I appreciate um, being on your show. Uh, A little bit about me. Let's see. Um, I am a senior director with Lemongrass Spa, and that is my profession as far as direct sales goes. Um, And I've been with the company since July of 2018. And I am a mom of um, a 36-year-old daughter. I am a girlfriend of um, a wonderful man that I've been with for 33 years now. And I am a high school business teacher who is two years away from retirement. I coach varsity girls volleyball, and I am an advisor at my school to probably just about everything from yearbook, senior class, graduation, honor society. I may have a thing called helium hand when someone says, "Can you? who can do this? And I say, sure, I can. I love it. I will sometimes feel like that, like as I'm, yes, sure, I'll do it. And I'm, you know, trying to take the words back. (laughs) Yes. I I have to remember sometimes it is okay to sit on my hands and pause and wait for someone else to step up to the game. But if they know that you are going to volunteer, (laughs) then why in the world would they, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that you have such a generous and giving spirit of your time and your energy. That is, I mean, what an honor to be able to pour into high schoolers. And I'm sure it's just amazing. And I know that you, I know you're counting down to retirement, but I know that you do love what you do too, which you have to with, with working with high schoolers. 
I do love what I do. I love my high school students. I love my volleyball girls. And actually, I teach business. And we always joke around that the, the root word of business is busy. So anybody that's in business obviously loves to be busy. So I do. I love to be busy. That's an awesome class, business. I guess I don't think yes. I ever had that in high school. <laughs> I had, you know, like, I don't know, useless things like math and English. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, well... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to offend the math teachers, but I do teach a math class. Um, it's business math, but we close the door and we call it math that matters, math that you're going to use your entire life. But we don't tell the other math teachers That's or great. my superintendent that used to teach math. He, you know, it's kind of our secret. That's awesome. I love that. No, no random, you know, obscure letters and things like that. Right. It's just, no, we don't do, we don't do X plus Y equals Z, but we do know how to balance our checkbooks and how to do budgets and how to shop wisely and save money. That is. So. Awesome. Look at you. Look at you go. We need more Suzanne. We need more Miss McLean's everywhere <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Okay. So besides being extremely busy <laughs> with teaching and coaching and mentoring students, you love to travel and have adventures. So tell us about your, your love for travel. Well, um, I absolutely love to travel. I think it started back when I was 16, when, um, as I like to call it, my mom shipped me off to Germany to fly across the ocean to visit my sister um, alone for the very first time, flying out of a foreign country, Canada, um, into Germany. And I just fell in love with traveling. And um, my boyfriend used to be an over-the-road um, tractor-trailer driver and he travels a lot and he's from Kentucky. So we visit his family and we love to go on the motorcycle. And I love to travel with my lemongrass spa girls and be able to earn um, free trips is always amazing and see new parts of the world. And I travel with my sister as well. We do sister trips and we've done road trips. And I just enjoy seeing every bit of the world that there is to see. And that's actually one of my... Uh, bucket list um, items when I do retire is I would love to travel cross, cross country on the motorcycle. And I've even teased my boyfriend saying, uh, we'll just pull all the lemongrass spa behind us and we'll um, stop at every vendor show that we can do. And we'll just do, <laughs> we'll do vendor shows across the country. I love it. That is so great. In fact, I think the first time I met you, I think it was in the Dominican Republic. It was you and your sister. You guys came on the trip. It was in Cancun, but actually you and I met um, in, um, Atlanta at leadership Oh yes. in January of 2019. And I, um, I was telling my boyfriend, I said, I looked around the room of complete strangers and, um, I was only there with my sponsor and I saw two seats at this table at, near you. And you had this smiling face and I went over and I said, is anyone sitting here? And I remember saying, I just love this woman's hair and her <laughs> smile. And you were I sat with you and, um, and then yes, we, we saw each other again in Cancun on okay. the um, trip and my sister was with me. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, oh, that's so fun. I traveling, I love to travel too, but I'm not as adventurous as you. Like don't, you won't find me on the back of a motorcycle, but I do love <laughs> to travel. And I, I mean, some of the best memories, I mean, some of our best memories in life come from traveling, you know? So I, I love that you have that sense of adventure and that you are excited to explore more of the country. There's, I mean, you could, like you said, you could go coast to coast and never run out of things to see 
places to go, things to do. And, and then when you can get free trips on the side, that's great too. <laughs> so with your busy lifestyle, traveling, teaching, coaching, volunteering, you know, every last minute of your time, how in the world did you get into direct sales? What is your history with the direct sales industry? Um, well, as far as direct sales, um, well, first of all, I've been in business ever since I was little. My parents owned their own business and they believed in child labor. So probably <laughs> about the time that I was probably old enough to talk, um, I started in customer service. So I just literally love people. And, you know, back in the day, I think, I don't know, I might've done a couple of different direct sales business here and there, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but I, as far as in direct sales, um, but I also worked in retail and I've owned my own children's clothing store, um, years ago and I was selling clothes at a retailer called, um, Maurice's when my sponsor came in to actually buy for the Dominican Republic. And, um, I later found out that she went home and she told her husband that she had um, met someone that was going to be on her team. And because she came in for one dress for the Dominican, and I think she left maybe five and, you know, a couple pairs of shorts. And, um, I just really liked helping people. And, um, I wanted to slow down, believe it or not, um, in July of 2018. So I left retail um, because one of the things I was finding about working with retail is I loved working with people. I loved servicing people, but um, I didn't love the schedule of having to have a corporation tell me when I was going to work. And it was getting in the way of my traveling of having to ask for time off and only be able to get so much time off. So um, I actually left retail for about, uh, it was about three weeks and I was traveling and my sponsor contacted me and said, have you, and I had had a lemongrass spa party that spring. And, um, I had been, I had only been using lemongrass for maybe three or four months and I'd fallen in love with it. And she said, have you, have you thought any more about joining as a consultant? And I said, you know what? I'm kind of bored. Um, and I had, I, it just totally being doing not a side gig wasn't what I wanted. I wanted a side gig that worked around me, not that one I had to fit into a slot. So I, um, started with lemongrass and, um, they have an amazing training system and, um, I just took off from there. So that's how I became in direct sales. I love that. And you probably applied so much of your knowledge and experience that you had developed at, because I know Maurice's, it's not just a, you know, it's not just a, a clothing store. Like they really do focus on, you know, establishing a relationship and a connection with the customer and helping them basically like you have, it's almost like a personal shopping service when you go in there, which is really cool. So I'm sure you applied those principles and that experience to your, to your early days at, at, you know, working with lemongrass spa and working with, with new clients and customers. Did you, did you feel like you did that? Yeah. Yes. You, you're actually dead on because we actually at Maurice's, we used to say, um, you're not a cashier. You are actually a salesperson who, or even we had, they changed the wording later on to a stylist. 
So you were helping style customers with their clothing. You weren't just standing behind the cash register and ringing them out, um, but you were actually servicing them. And you would you would know the customer by name and you would know their particular style, their colors that they liked, and you did really establish a relationship. So doing direct sales um, in Lemongrass, it was the same thing. You you're not you're not a salesperson, you are a consultant. So, um, and I don't think I would like being a salesperson. I think that that, or a a cashier, um, I think that's kind of boring to just, even though I like money and I like numbers and all that, to just stand there and cash people out. Um, The whole helping side is definitely something that fits my personality. So ever since you started with your direct sales business with Lemongrass Spa, you have really excelled at helping the customer feel taken care of and you have established relationships with them and you have, and you have really helped them find solutions to what they're looking for. And that has really served you well because last year you were number four in the company for sales. In fact, you had, you did over a hundred thousand dollars in sales in, you know, the previous year, which is truly incredible. So will you tell us a little bit about like how it felt to hit that? Like, wait, did you, did you start off the year? Like, okay, I am going to be, be number four in the company or did it just, you know, as the year went on, it just, everything snowballed. Like, how did that, how did that come about? Well, it's funny. Um, I hope you like a story because I'm a, I'm a storyteller. (laughs) So when I, when I joined Lemongrass in July of 2018, um, I, I took off um, like wildfire and, you know, built relationships and I am truly an in-person party person. Like I love people. I love human connection. I love being, I get energy from people. And um, my upline at the time asked me to explain to me about being a director. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she, um, we set goals and I hit director. I think I joined London Grass in July and I think I hit director in October of that year. And I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even sure I knew what I was doing because I just kept, I just kept doing what I was doing, which is helping people. And that following year, July of 2019, I remember sitting in that conference and I've always been goal oriented. And actually the day I met you, Tiffany, in January in 2019, they were talking about um, all of these star sales bonuses. And they were talking about this at leadership. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, money? bonuses? (laughs) How do I get one of these? And, um, they, my upline explained to me the, the lowest amounts and so on. And I remember being at the award ceremony and they awarded the lowest volume for star sales bonus. And I was so excited. And I got this little check and it was up on stage. And then, um, they awarded these great big, huge, like publisher clearinghouse uh, checks. And I was like, okay, hang on. How do you get one of those? Because even though it was a more money amount, it literally was physically like those of you that are listening, imagine a someone showing up with these great big poster size checks. And I wanted one and I wanted one bad. And my upline actually earned one and it was a thousand dollars. She ended up not being able to take it back on the plane. And I was traveling back by car so I took her check and it was almost like flat Stanley. And we had such an amazing time with it. Flat Stanley traveled around with pictures and stuff. And I said, this is fun, but I really want my name on that mm-hmm. check. 
um, traveling with me. So I actually set out a goal to get the $1,000 check. Well, then, we, as we all know, the world turned upside down and pandemic hit. And I was thrown for a loop of how I was party girl. I was in home, face to face, party girl, USA. Um, you know, I just about, you know, did like, I know you were a cheerleader before, weren't you, Tiffany? I was, so, yes. Um, I, I was not a cheerleader, but you would think that I was a cheerleader at some of these parties, the way I was, you know, just pumping people up. So pandemic, really, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I had to, you know, I hate that word, except from friends, it's hysterical pivot, um, my business. And um, it worked for me. Um, online worked for me and it, my business took off. And um, oh, also at that awards, I should go back to that awards. I remember also sitting there when they announced Rookie of the Year. And I remember Brian Least um, reading the numbers because I knew what my volume was. And he started reading the numbers. And I and I literally started rising out of my seat because I was like, those are my numbers. That That's my volume. And I was, I swear, I was four steps to the stage before he even announced my name because I knew it was me. And but the, the table I was sitting with, they were like left in the dust. Like, where did she go? I was like, I'm on the stage getting that trophy now. Because um, I do. I, I love, I'm super motivated by, um, some people are, some aren't. Some don't like stage. Um, there's actually a funny picture of me um, on stage with um, everybody else that had gotten the big publisher clearinghouse um, check for over 100000 The four of us standing there. And there are three beautiful women standing there very you know, genuinely um, proud and humble. And there I am with my check high above my head, like um, one of the WW um, F uh, fighters there, the, the ringleaders, yes. there, the girls in the, in the, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I just set out to get one of the big, huge checks and I got partway through the year and realized I could get that thousand dollar check. And then I kept going. I was like, wait a minute there's a $2,500 check. I think I can get that. And then when it came close, I was like, there's a $5,000 check. Yeah. Uh, that that's the one I want. And so I just, I just kept working hard and that, and accomplished it. So that's, yes. how, that's, that's the long, long story long as my boyfriend Yo, says. I love There's it. never a long story short. No. And I'm not really into like manifesting or anything like that, but you truly kind of did that with that big check a couple of years ago. You said this <laughs> next time, this is going to have my name on it. <laughs> and I'm going to travel around and, and I did. take it with me. Yes. I love seriously yes. the most entertaining series of pictures ever is <laughs> that check in different places in the country. It's hilarious. I love it so much when you travel with that check and you take it out of the trunk and people are looking at you weird and you don't really care because no. you don't know them. Right. And you know, you're propping it in front of the oldest saloon in, in Florida. You're putting it on the beach with you. You're, you know, you're putting it different places. Um, and it was fun. It's yes. Fun. That's so awesome. I love it. So when you, you know, had this goal in mind, you know, you said, okay, I knew I wanted to reach that next level, next level. So how did you do that? Did you just take the amount that you still needed and then broke it down or what, what, how did you like, what is the, you know, ins and outs of how you accomplished that goal ultimately? Well, and, um, it's funny that you asked that because that goes right back to teaching math, the math mm. that matters, right. That I was teasing about, 
Um, I'm a numbers girl. So I literally would sit and I would break it down of, okay, how many more months do we have? How many parties? What's my average party been looking like? Um, how many parties do I have to do? How many people do I have to contact? How many orders do I need to get? And I just kept breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down as I would get closer and closer and keeping track. I was definitely keeping, keeping track every single month. I know there are, you know, I've had those big goals, you know, from time to time. And those moments where you're, (laughs) where you're getting down to the end of, you know, like a trip incentive period or whatever, and you're literally breaking it down. Okay. Today I need to do this much every hour. I'm sure you've been there so many times. Like I need to do, you know, this number (laughs) by the end of the day. And it's, it's, there are seasons like that, you know, and it's, it is really fun. Like you said, if you're into numbers, it's fun to see those and to have the accomplishment of like crossing them off. It's, it's great. I love that, that you, that you do that with your goal setting. It is wonderful. And it's actually this year, it's been wonderful to help teammates. Mm -hmm. um, accomplish that goal and to help them. And even people that aren't on my team, but that I'm close friends with, um, they will reach out to me and almost like for a little pep talk, um, because being a coach, um, I'm, I'm really good at pep talks and getting people motivated and excited and breaking it down and giving them goals of, okay, how many people are you going to contact today? And, you know, what are you going to do to reach that? And, and I, one of my favorite things to say to people when they tell me, what, well, they've been doing this and I'll say to them, and how's that working for you? And they're like, Oh, it's not. And I'm like, okay, so when are we going to stop doing that and try something different? So I, I like coaching people as well. And even though I had the big accolade of, you know, being number four in the company, um, I have pivoted my uh, business again to, I want to grow my team and grow people to be able to see the things that I can do that I did that they can do as well. So that's been exciting this year. I won't be putting up those big numbers this year at um, conference, but that's okay because um, seasons change, goals change, people change, and um, you know, what you want in life and what you want out of your business changes. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. And ultimately you will reap more benefits in a way, because if you are, you know, you, you did the work, you know, you know what it takes to reach those high numbers. So now you are turning around and helping those behind you, you know, reach big goals as well. And so ultimately that's when everybody wins and, you know, you've, you did the work to figure it out. And now you're like, all right, this is how you do it. Let's go. (laughs) So I love that. It's, it's truly, it's like a circle of life, <laughs> really. <laughs> it, it Well, it is. It's almost like being a parent. You know, you knew, you know how to be a kid. And then when you get to be a parent, it's like you got a role model and you have to coach and you have to redirect. And yeah, it's pretty much, it's a lot the same. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And actually that was something I wanted to chat about today is, you know, how, first of all, your, your volleyball girls are so lucky to have you. Oh my goodness. I love seeing all of your adventures with them. Um, but what are some parallels, some other parallels between coaching athletes, you know, I mean, these are, these are varsity girls volleyball. Like this isn't just like a junior high starting beginner team or whatever, bless them too. But you know, this is a varsity where they're, you know, maybe scholarships are on the line or, you know, whatever. So what are some parallels between coaching these high level athletes to leading a team of direct sellers or even just direct sales in general? 
It's funny because there's there are such great parallels between the two. Um, first of all, let's say you have a team of 12 girls on a volleyball team, because that's a typical number. Um, not all 12 of them are stars. Just like if you had a team of 12 um, consultants on your team, not all 12 of them are your A players that you want on the court for the championship game. So, but you also can't leave behind girl number um, 10, 11, and 12. And I always say that because girl number 10, 11, and 12, if you've ever coached, there's not a lot of difference between girl 10, 11, and 12 on a given day. You can, they're, they're pretty even depending on, okay, what are they going to contribute to your team? So you have your, your grouping of your, your A team that are in your starting lineup for the championship game. But even on your A team, you have that MVP or that all-star or those three that are going to make the all tournament team. And then you, you know, you've got them broken down and finding the, everything motivates people differently. Some of them like me are, are motivated by recognition. Some are motivated by the fact that they like to help people, you know, so um, tapping into their motivation and tailoring your coaching to what they need. Um, and it's not a one size fits all, um, back in the day, it used to be back in the day, coaching style was, you know, do what I say and like it and don't ask questions and do it now. But unfortunately that mentality, dinosaur coaching mentality, whether you're coaching a team or coaching um, consultants, just telling that doesn't, um, those make robots and they can't make decisions for themselves when it comes in the heat of the moment. So getting them to be able to make those decisions themselves, whether it's on the court or, you know, in the consultant world, it's huge, huge correlation. I love that. And that's so inspiring. I am sure your, you know, your daughter and your students and your team members, I know they all look up to you and have they ever, have you ever, have you guys ever talked about, you know, what you do with lemongrass Bio? Like, what do they think about you and your success with lemongrass? Um, they absolutely love it. Um, actually in my first aid kit for coaching and at school, even I have all the bombs. And my first aid kit does not have biofreeze, icy hot or anything like that. They give you like a pre-packed kit. And the first thing I do is I take it out and hand it back to them and say, I don't need any of this. Thank you very much. I'm not using this on my athletes. I care a little bit more about them than that. Um, and we kind of laugh about it because they know that I'm going to do it every single year. And I will have kids come to me, even in my classroom and say, Miss McLean, do you have any of that stuff that's going to make my arm not so sore? <laughs> or, you know, there's a the boys, boys basketball varsity varsity boys basketball, you know, point guard will come to me and be like, I need some stuff for my muscle or this hurts or whatever. It's kind of funny the way and they do it. And I've caught the girls sometimes going through my, my personal bag. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they and it's funny because they discover uses for products that I didn't know. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're, they're like, I'm looking for the chub rub stuff. I'm like the chub rub stuff. What are you talking about? Well, lo and behold, they were looking for the dry shampoo um, out of my bag and they were using it for um, their spandex for chub rub. And then, and I hope your audience has a good sense of humor because then they go, oh, you know what else, coach? This is good for boob sweat. And they pull up their jersey and start squirting it around their sports bra. And I'm like, you guys, but they are hysterical. We've been in the woods on like, um, like uh, a ropes course, a team bonding thing. And they want the bugaboo, not the off, you know, and they want to pose with the product. So, um, and some of my boys in class, um, 
they will discover that their moms are using the product. And they say, Miss McLean, my mom said you're on page such and such in the catalog. Is that true? And it's funny. They they think it's a really, you know, it's a big deal. Well, it is a big deal. Um, I mean, it is a huge accolade. All of those are accolades. But um, it also gives me, when I'm teaching marketing, which is the subject I teach, I teach fashion marketing and sport and entertainment marketing, um, but it gives me clout. Um, they, they know that I'm not just teaching from the book, but I'm teaching from real life experience as well. And every kid loves a story more than um, they love book learning. So um, it's good. It, and it also keeps me young. Um, Tiffany, I just turned 60 in January. So, um, if anybody wants to keep their youth, um, direct sales, I'll tell you what, it'll keep you on your toes. You'll forget that you are, um, that you're getting older because first of all, you know, the products are going to help you. But second of all, you surround yourself with people from all different generations and you, it makes you feel younger just from all that energy. So that's just another little thing. I love that. And those of you who don't know Suzanne, those of you listening, if you have ever seen an example of aging backwards, I, you, you, you truly haven't until you have seen Suzanne because she'll post from time to time. She'll post, you know, like, Oh, here's me 30 years ago. And literally everybody is like, how in the world do you look 30 years younger now than you did then. Like it, it is, it's crazy. Like I have never seen somebody age backwards. Like Suzanne has, you look fabulous. I truly, I'm 60. There's no way because, uh, I just, I don't believe it at all. But like you said, you keep yourself young, you go on adventures, you surround yourself with, you know, teenagers all the time. You work in direct sales and you, you know, do all that. So I love that you are actively anti-aging. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so with working you know, your full-time job, more than full-time job with school and coaching and then having direct sales on the side. I mean, honestly, how, how do you do, how do you fit it all in? How do you do it all? Well, the number one tip that I can give people is you have to have the right mentality. Um, If you don't have the positive mentality that you think you can do it, or you know, you can do it, you're never going to be able to do it. Um, You just definitely have to think positive. And then you have to be, I mean, along with being realistic, like what can you realistically positively do and get done? The whole thing is, is if you're going to pick direct sales, why are you picking direct sales? Are you, for me, what was the flexibility of the schedule? So the fact that I can do this anywhere I want, when I want. Um, so that's, that's my number one tip is um, remember why you started your business and also um, the positive mentality, the, the fact that you can do it. And then I don't personally, I know that this things differently, but for me, um, being as busy as I am, I use what I call pockets of time uh, or snippets of time. I don't set office hours. Um, our life is too crazy um, to have a set schedule. I am very ABC type personality though. So it's funny for me to say pockets of time but I do like mornings better than late nights. So um, I'm productive in the morning before the rest of my family gets up. So I like to do, I like to work in the morning on my business. And now when I say work, it might be maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, maybe an hour. Um, If my boyfriend's out of town, I will use that time 
um, to do big blocks of time. I will look at my calendar and know um, what day he's going, what days he's going to be gone. And I schedule my online parties for then. Um, just scheduling around your own life and realizing that a lot of people are like, I don't have time. That's the biggest thing they'll say. I don't have time. And the whole thing is um, you don't, everybody has 24 hours in a day. It's how you utilize that time. And you don't have to use huge amounts of time. Those five minutes here, five minutes there really add up. And with social media uh, and being able to reach out to people, you don't even, I mean, messaging, you don't even have to pick up the phone to chat um, anymore. And I have not been in a person's house to do um, direct sales. I think it was, I want to say March 5th of 2020 was the last time I was physically in someone's home to, um, to do direct sales. So that would be my biggest tips is your mentality has to be positive. And um, just little pockets of times. And of course, lists. Lists for me are huge because even though you say I'm aging backwards, um, I may be on the outside, but the mind is not as sharp as what it used to be. <laughs> so I have to write things down. Um, I am a list girl. I'm a paper and pen girl. Even though I do teach technology, I have to have it in front of me. And um, that is how I accomplish what I accomplish. And at the end of the day, if you don't get it all done, it's okay because it's your business. There's not some CEO that's going to say, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Um, direct sales from what I've seen from every direct sales business, whether it's lemongrass or I have a lot of friends in different um, direct sales business. Everyone always talks about the sisterhood of direct sales and everyone, you know, being so supportive and there's not really anyone that's going to judge you. You're your own worst critic. And at the end of the day, you just have to be happy with what you've done and have you done your best that day. And, that, and you know what? Some days aren't as good as other days. And that's okay. Because tomorrow you get another day, you get another, another day to take a crack at it all. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not every game is going to be championship state championship level, right? You know, and so it's kind of the same thing with direct sales. There's going to be days where you're like, man, I did not get it all done. And I feel like I failed this day, but knowing that a new day is coming tomorrow is always honestly an encouragement to me because I'm like, okay, even if I have the worst day ever tomorrow, the new day, and there's something about a morning, like you said, mornings are great for, for my productivity. I'm, I feel like I'm most productive either first thing in the morning or super late at night. So it's really bad when I combine that, like, okay, I was up early getting stuff done, but then I was also up late getting stuff done. <laughs> so that's a bad combo for me, but <laughs> it's something you had to figure out, right? So I love that you have figured out that early mornings are your most productive and, and you try to stick to that, which is great. Well, and another thing that people have to remember too, is that, um, did they show up for their business every day? Did you do something? It, and when I say that pockets of time, that five minutes, maybe you only posted in your VIP group. Maybe you sent out a follow-up message to someone that said, you know, um, your products are on their way. Or you sent out an email to your customers that said, there's a new catalog out. Did you show up every single day? Because like you said, not every day is going to be championship material. There are days that you're going to be like, wow, I really didn't perform very well today. I tried, but I just wasn't on my game. But tomorrow is a new day, new dawn, 
and uh, another new opportunity. And like I said, the whole non, even though some people feel there's pressure in direct sales, I feel there's less pressure in direct sales because I don't have external pressure. The only pressure I have is from myself. So I'm in control of my own destiny, my own pressure, my own, I mean, I'm just in control of my own mentality, everything, which is so refreshing from corporate America. Um, corporate America, there is so many other people that are putting the pressure on you. So I love the fact of the control factor of so many different things in direct sales. Yes. I love it. You are so inspiring, Suzanne, just, (laughs) you know, from teaching kids, shaping tomorrow's youth. (laughs) That makes me sound old when I say that, but really, I mean, these are the kids you're teaching them skills that they're going to take with them forever, really. And who knows, maybe they'll turn into direct sellers too, because they'll be so inspired by their teacher, Miss McLean. (laughs) And I love that so much. I, when I was younger, I thought about, oh, maybe I want to be a teacher someday. And that just wasn't my calling, but I am thankful for people like you who are truly making a difference in, in others' lives, both in school and on the court and in direct sales. So thank you so much, Suzanne, for being on the show and just sharing your story with us. You have so many fun layers to you (laughs) that I, I love, like there's, it's always an adventure truly with you. And I just have loved getting to know you these last few years. And I love that you're such an inspiration to so many people. Thank you so much for having me, Tiffany. It really, truly was a pleasure and I was blessed and honored to be on your show. Thank you so much. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing, if you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks guys.